Welcome to Property Chat with Jay Anderson. This series is designed to give you the tips, tricks, and knowledge to help you in becoming a successful property investor. Jay Anderson Property, fueled with passion, driven by research, backed by results. Hi everyone, I'm Jay Anderson, property strategist, buyer's agent, and owner of Jay Anderson Property. And I'm Francis Rivero, uh, buyer's agent with Jay Anderson Property. Um, in today's property chat, we're going to talk about investing into state um, and we're going to cover off some of the main concerns investors may have, uh, the benefits of investing into state, and some tips to maximize uh, your success when it comes to investing outside of your own backyard. So, Jay, uh, as an investor yourself, um, you know, you, you own property in your own portfolio across multiple states in this country and you've obviously helped a lot of clients um, invest into state as well. So what would you say are the top three common uh, concerns that investors have, you know, that you're talking to every day uh, when it comes to investing in other states? Great question to start off with. Um, I guess the top three most common, um, number one, not knowing where to invest. Um, you know, we are quite a big country um, in terms of size, not so much in population, but not knowing where to invest. And this one on its own is quite big as many DIY investors typically fall back into investing in an area that they're familiar with and that's within their comfort zone. Um, as opposed to, I guess, seeking out the best area to invest in suited to their unique circumstances. So yeah, definitely not knowing where to invest in. Um, number two would probably be the time and cost involved in finding and then inspecting a property interstate. You know, when you think about travel costs, time off work, just the logistics of trying to find and then um, research and inspect a property in a completely different state, you know, that can be a big deterrent for a lot of people. And then the other one is just the logistics of, managing a property interstate um, a lot of people feel that they need to live near their investment property so they can go and check on it but i always say apart from going to see that the lawn hasn't been mowed um, you know what are you really going to do are you going to be going and changing a, a leaking tap washer when it happens or are you going to be utilizing a good property manager to organize that stuff for you yeah i think that's a really good one um I'll just expand on that third one a little bit, mate. And, you know, I own property in that's probably only half an hour to an hour away from where I live. Um, but using a property manager to just handle all those mundane day-to-day -day tasks, you know, a good property manager is worth their weight in gold. So, yes, um, that's a good tip there, mate. Um, another question here. We're thinking about... Um, you know, the, the key benefits of investing into state, um, you know, I'm sure you've got a lot of advice for people around that one. Yeah, I guess one of the big things is, is timing of the property market cycle um, and not so much specifically timing the market, but just getting in at the right stage of the market cycle. And, um, you know, not all states and individual markets are in sync. Um, and purchasing a property interstate may open further opportunities to get in at the bottom or start of the recovery or in a rising market phase um, of a property market cycle. 
And this will increase the potential for capital growth and allow you to avoid waiting at the bottom of the market cycle, waiting for you know, recovery to start happen. So it means you can um, strategically then start building your portfolio um, over a shorter period of time. Second one is, is budget. Um, you know, especially when you're looking at things like Sydney and Melbourne market at the moment, you know, looking interstate for your next purchase can open up opportunities to purchase property within your budget that you might not be able to um, typically buy in your local area. Um, your local area might have fewer investment grade properties that suit your budget. Um, so then you can maybe forced into buying subpar properties in your area looking in different states really opens up that uh, another big one is diversification so you know spreading your portfolio across a number of different suburbs and states can potentially allow you to de-risk your portfolio rather than putting all your eggs in one basket in the one market and lastly, you know, once you start building a bigger portfolio, land tax is something to consider. You know, um, once you start hitting your thresholds in different states, land tax can be really, really expensive. So by diversifying into different states, you know, each state has its own land tax, um, I guess, ruling and different thresholds. So once you exhaust your threshold, say in New South Wales, then you can start investing in Queensland and they have a different land tax threshold. So that can certainly help as well. So uh, you're building a very good case for investing into stadium, mate. Um, <laughs> so uh, another question for you is, do you have any, uh, what, what's your top tips on maximizing your success um, or anyone's success when investing into state? Um, do your research. I think with anything, um, whether you're engaging a professional or not, I think it's important to do your research. You know, utilizing that vast amount of information that's readily available and get to know the area and recognize what areas to target and the ones to avoid, even within a suburb. Um, and it's very important that the location that you do select matches your strategy and investment goals and not just buying in an area because of your you heard a friend bought there or a friend of a friend said it was a good area to buy in actually making sure it aligns with your personal circumstances. Next one is I guess buying, buying with your head and not your heart. You know, it's, it's important to purchase an investment property because your research indicates that this is a good investment grade property in an investment grade area and it will generate a return in the future um, based on your personal lifestyle goals and not an emotionally based decision. Not buying an investment property because it's a type of property that you would like to live in, but actually buying it because it makes financial sense and that the research and data points that way. An important one which we touched on before is engaging a good property manager. You know, for the occasion that something does go wrong with your property you know having a good property manager on your team gives you that peace of mind that your property is going to be looked after um you know a good property manager as, as you touched on before is definitely worth their weight in gold um understanding the the differences in each state in terms of legal requirements 
um, taxes, various concessions and restrictions. You know, it does differ state to state, so it's important that you do have a bit of a grasp on, you know, what's involved in there. Um, some states do have additional costs that others don't, so it's important that you do factor in these costs when you're looking at your budget and doing your feasibility. And lastly, um, you know, consider using an industry expert. Using someone like a buyer's agent not only removes the hassle and stress out of negotiating a property in a foreign state, but it also, you can tap into their knowledge and experience, tools and insights they have in identifying an area and finding the right property in the right emerging markets around the country suited to your individual unique strategy. Do you have any, uh, any closing words, I guess, on any of that? Yeah, well, I think there's a whole nother topic for another video um, on just one of those points there regarding, I talk to a lot of people, I'm sure you do as well, um, where the main focus of, of their property uh, decision that they're buying is around the specific property. And, you know, they're, they're getting, people are getting very caught up in, oh, I really want to change this little outdoor area to make it nicer or I want to do this or I want to do that. When in reality, um, particularly when you're investing into state, um, it's just all about the numbers and um, getting a return on that investment and what makes sense from, you know, if you're going to do something, it needs to be adding either adding value or improving the rental income or ideally both rather than something that you might think would be a nice to do as opposed to critical or you know, important for the case of getting a, um, an, a tenant in or a quality tenant or keeping a tenant. So yeah, I think uh, one day we'll cover off on that one um, in a bit more detail, which will be good. But no, um, I don't have any other thoughts, mate. You've covered everything that I can think of in terms of investing into state. And uh, yeah, so for the benefit of everyone who's listening here, I think that, um, you know, moving forward, we're definitely keen to hear from you as to, as to what you might want to learn about and um, we'll cover off on it on another video. Perfect. Sounds good. Till next time. See you guys. See ya.